0: Hi, I'm Tom Marks with the Marks Law Firm in Orlando, Florida, and welcome to the Healthy Family Law Attorney. I have a special guest with me today, somebody I've known for a lot of years, Kevin McCarthy, and he loves to tackle the toughest questions. And one of those is, why do I exist? Kevin has written, uh, he's an author, he's written a couple of books that are fantastic, I'd highly recommend them, The On Purpose Person and The On Purpose Business Person, Um, great books, Uh, Kevin's not only the author, but lecturer, he's a leader, um, I have personally known him and witnessed to see the impact he has in other people's lives. Uh, he and I are probably the longest continuous members of the Christian chamber in central Florida. I think we were at the very first meeting uh, back in 2003 and um, it's a great organization and he has always taken leadership roles in that. So, There's so much I could say, Kevin, but I want to leave us enough time uh, for you to really get into the information. Um, But tell us a little bit about yourself, Kevin.
1: Sure. I mean, I grew up in the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area. I moved to Orlando, Florida area in 1982 after I graduated from the Darden Graduate Business School at the University of Virginia, where I got my MBA. My wife and I met there, so we're classmates. And we've got two kids, uh, Charles and Anne, and they're both adults now, both productive members of society working and they're off the family payroll and uh, colleges are paid for by mom and dad. So all is good in that regard.
0: Well, that's a real success. That's that's good to hear. And um, we're all working on that. So, OK, so you have written a new booklet called Tough Shift. I have to be careful how I say that. Um it's an interesting title. Tell us what it what is a tough shift?
1: Well, uh, y- yes, you do have to say tough shift slowly. Part of it is, is to take the, the vulgarity of the al- alternative with the F is out. Um, so you would take that vulgarity and you turn it into a virtue. But a tough shift is an adversity challenge uh, ad- or difficulty that we face where the degree of difficulty feels overwhelming. And then tough shift is also the name of a book, as well as a method I've developed to rapidly, smartly, and successfully process a tough shift. So you can think of a tough shift um, as a recipe for making lemonade out of the lemons that, you know, to use that expression, that's often out there. So it's part of a turnaround process that we all need. Okay, so um,
0: I, I can already sense that this is applicable to family law, uh, tell us, what uh different types of tough shifts are there?
1: Well, there's two different types in general. There's the negative and positive tough shifts. Uh, a negative tough shift is typically unwanted and often thrust upon us or they can be the consequences of poor choices. so we can you know we can affect our own tough shifts if that's a a good way of looking at it. Examples would be uh, an unwanted divorce, um, an unexpected death of a loved one. Uh, a medical diagnosis that's life threatening or like cancer, for instance, uh, a financial setback that comes maybe not through our own, you know, situation. Maybe just something happened that uh, has thrown us into a financial situation. Uh, we get fired from a job. Those are examples of negative tough shifts that are sort of thrust upon us. Positive tough shift, on the other hand, is something that we've chosen to do to create or to lead a better life. Examples of that would include things like it could be getting a divorce. I mean, if it's a bad marriage and you really need to get out of it or it's abusive, then getting a a divorce can be a tough shift. Uh, Starting a business, uh, writing a book, uh, taking charge of one's health, kind of like you did a few years ago, Tom, whenever you just started becoming the healthy lawyer. Um, having a baby or a child, you know, growing getting married, uh, having a family, uh, graduating with a degree, whether it's from high school, college, graduate school. These are all decisions that are proactive, tough shifts where they have a dramatic impact upon our lifestyle um, with the idea that we want to improve that lifestyle, where a negative tough shift generally tends to pull us down. A positive tough shift is our ability or our desire to reach up if you will. Okay, all right, good, that's helpful. So you are the expert
0: on purpose, written the book, The On-Purpose Person, The On-Purpose Business Person. How does purpose play into this concept of this tough shift?
1: Yeah, well, the tough shift is uh, the methodology, if you will, is one of seven questions. Uh, purpose is one, answering one of seven questions that we'll we'll touch on shortly here, I'm sure. But basically what happens is when one's in the middle of a tough shift, the kind of emotions that are going on, as well as the the realities around one, is that it can cause a lot of self-doubt or a lack of confidence uh, or even loss of identity. And so knowing your purpose is a positive grounding or an anchoring in the bedrock of who you are and so purpose, by definition, the way that I use purpose is it is your reason for being. So you haven't ever lost your reason for being. It's permanent. And so purpose is, by definition, good. Therefore, you are good. Therefore, you're attempting to move from a negative into a positive or from a bad to a good. And uh, it's so it's in many ways the idea of understanding that something's a tough shift. And knowing that you have a purpose, it gives it perspective and context where you can say good can come from this. So in many ways, it's almost like a silver lining that you might have to dig around in order to find. But it's there.
0: Okay. All right. So you mentioned these seven questions uh, with regard to Taksha. Can you kind of. Describe some of those to us.
1: Sure. I mean, the first one is, is life meaningful? If you don't know if your life is meaningful, then you're living a meaningless life. And it's a very profound, simple yes, no question. Um, And if you believe that life is meaningless, then the consequences of that are ultimately going to lead you into tough, more tough shifts than you probably should be in. Um, that's not to say that life isn't difficult and challenging at times, but at least if life is meaningful, then you can at least find where the meaning is in that. The second question is, who am I? Um, which, which ties back again, all of these questions kind of build on one another. So this, who am I question is about your identity and and where you place your identity. There are four places to put one's identity. Only one of them is the right place. Um, you know, the, the places that are... That we sort of get lost in putting our identity in are things like uh, our relationships, uh, which is, again, family law. If your identity is wrapped up in your spouse, um, then you're at a disadvantage. Um, You can be um, in things, material things, and status symbols are are places where we can get our identity wrapped up into. Let me go to the positive one. The positive one is if your identity is in your faith, in, in a belief in God, if you will, uh, regardless of whether one comes from a Christian worldview, Muslim, whatever it may be, that there's something bigger, something greater than who we are. And that when we understand who I am in that relationship, then you're in a much stronger place. The third question is, why do I exist? Which really comes back to this purpose question, which is, uh, again, that's really my area of expertise, is helping people understand their purpose in life. But if your life is meaningless or your identity is misplaced, then knowing who you are, um, it, it becomes uh, and why you exist is a much more difficult question to answer. The fourth question is where am I going, which is the vision question that is, do you have a dream? In other words, if, if you've gone through a tough shift and, and you're going through a grieving process, what does the new normal kind of look like and, and how do you create that vision for your life going forward? Some of that requires some deep digging sometimes. And then the, the fifth question is, what should I do? It really should be the, the question really is, what, what can I do? But a lot of people come to me with this question of, Kevin, I don't know what to do. What should I do? And I always tell people, don't should on yourself. Uh, what you want to do is you're giving up your agency at that point. If you ask somebody else, what should I do? As opposed to what can I do, which is a more of a brain proactive uh, process in, where you maintain responsibility for yourself rather than trying to hand it off to somebody else. The sixth question is what's important, which is really to articulate your values. If you know what your values are, then they're going to govern your behavior. Uh, purpose is greater than values, but values are going to be the things that channel your purpose and giving the expression of your purpose or being on your purpose much greater um, uh, is sort of a, a safer passage, if you will, is maybe the best way to think of it. And then the seventh one is how can I make a difference? And this is really that area of service. And most people come to me usually saying, oh, I want to make a difference with my life. They start with question seven, and I try to back them all the way up to question one, two, three through seven um, because they're looking for the result or the effect. So it's kind of cause and effect. If you're looking, if you think your effect is your cause, but you don't know you're confused. So what I do is I take people to the root of it and say, we're going to look at the cause. And now the effect is how you're going to make a difference. That's, that's where you're going to serve. That's how your story, the difficulties that you're coming through are going to strengthen you so that you will be a guide for other people that are going through something similar.
0: Well, this seems like this would be a natural process that we all go through in our lives and probably especially right now this is incredibly timely with the pandemic and shutdowns and the uncertainty that's going on and people are having tough shifts from whether it's uh businesses closing down or, or whatnot um so how do these seven questions help people Get through that.
1: Yeah, well, what it, uh, what the seven questions do is they provide a solid base that is nobody can take away from you. These are your answers. Uh, you can allow people to inform them, but again, you don't want people to should on you about what it is you need to be doing with your life. And so once the, the solid foundation is in place with these seven questions answered, you're no longer sort of adrift. Uh, because uh, or another way of looking at it is when a tough shift happens, do you spin out of control? And for how long do you spin out of control as you're in the swirl of everything that's going on? Where what this is designed to do is you might you might have a tough shift and you might swirl out of control. But what, are the, what you do is these seven questions are when they're answered ahead of time or in the midst of a tough shift. What they do is they bring you back to center, they bring you back to who you really are and the purpose for why you're here. And from that, you can build again. And so it's it's this idea that tough shifts, we're going to have them. I mean, trials and tribulations are a part of life. And it's how you respond to those. And so the tough shift is a way to give yourself a an a leg up, an advantage as you move through these various tough shifts that are going to come along in life. So the more that you're able to master these seven questions and have them there, you're going to find that the effect of tough shifts, negative tough shifts are are greatly diminished and the length of time in which they last instead of being long is going to be shortened up into a a much uh, more uh, positive outcome for you as well. Uh, mind you, you know, I, there, the consequences are the consequences. I can't I'm not sitting here with a Pollyannish or um, want to say that all will be well. It will be different, but it's how you manage with that new difference.
0: Right. And so um, what a, my purpose and what I tell my viewers is that because I believe your family matters, I want to provide hope and help to your family to successfully navigate through the family law process in a healthy way. And so you and I are like guides to people going through these tough shifts. And how do we best guide our clients uh, going through this?
1: Well, I think that there's it opens up kind of that what you just said, it opens up a different type of question, and that is that the tough shift process that I'm describing is kind of generic, if you will, or universal. These are good questions that are there. Now, when it comes to, let's say, going through a family law matter, it could be either the adoption of a child or uh, a family that's um, a marriage that's in crisis. Um, Those are specialties. And so what happens is there are people like you, Tom, and others who are counselors or therapists. uh, You're a counselor at law who are able to guide people through the technical aspects of what's going on. Um, th- through the process, the legal process. And so in many ways, um, most people are not familiar with the law, with the courts, with what's going on. And, and any time you are involved in a legal process, it's a tough shift, unless, of course, you're a lawyer and that's your area of specialty. But you can think about it. Even a lawyer who's really good at criminal law, if they're going through a divorce, They're not very good at divorce, but they're good at criminal law, so they're they're going to need help as well. So, again, it's the ability to tap into the expertise of people who are able to work through very specific types of tough shifts. Um, So in that sense, you're a specialist in the tough shift of family law.
0: Interesting. That's um, very helpful, Kevin. So uh, this has been great. providing a lot of really important information to our viewers. I always ask my guests, um, do you have a healthy tip for our viewers today?
1: Yeah, it's a healthy tip, and, and I'm gonna say it's also a, an unbiased plug, if you will, and that is that I have a website called onpurpose.me where you can go and find, it's, find your two-word purpose statement for your life, and it includes a series of instructive emails that will help you to be able to um, really t- put your purpose to work in your life because otherwise if you don't do that you're going to be at a disadvantage and so the idea of knowing your purpose is really at the core of that and on purpose is a real fast easy way of getting your purpose statement in place
0: awesome that's great Well, for our viewers, if you've found this valuable, please hit that like and subscribe button. We'd love to have you be part of the channel. If you know someone who would benefit from this information, please share that information. If you wanna leave a comment for Kevin or me, please do that below. Uh, We are shooting new videos every Wednesday and new interviews every Friday. So uh, we look forward to providing more valuable content in the future. So Kevin, thanks so much for being on the channel. Great to have you. Thank you. All right, and we'll see everybody next time. Thanks, bye-bye.